Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all. Are you an avid listener to My Doula Micah? And you want to be more involved. You want to support. You want to be a subscriber. You want to get ad-free podcasts. You want to see some video content or never-before-seen footage, extra additional content, maybe even some merchandise at a discounted price, and you want to benefit from that. Then go to patreon.com slash mydoulamica and jump in to the fun. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Micah Burgess with Game Day Birds Not Balls. Thank you for joining me today. So I'm going to continue on my trend here of interviewing past clients. And I have a repeat client with me today. I'm super excited that Sam has joined me in the studio. Tell everybody hey and a little bit about yourself, girl. Hi, everybody. Um, okay, so I my name is Sam Erger. I am... Currently, the head volleyball coach at SMU in Dallas. You go, girl. Yes. Um, spent a significant amount of time as the associate head at Baylor University, mm-hmm. which had me in Waco. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's where I birthed my <laughs> three babies. Yes, and ma'am. How Micah and I met, kind of had us in the same area. Um, yeah. So just a uh, working mom yep. really just defines me. Yeah, you are. Um Maybe at the extreme end of that. Yeah. With an extreme amount of help. Good. But um, yes, uh, I have three young kiddos, five, two and a half, going on 22 and a half. Yeah, she is. (laughs) She is a nut. And then I have an 11 month old, Micah. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm so glad that you are here and I'm very proud of you for all the hard work that you've done. And I'm really excited. So let's jump into Mm -hmm. the birth stories, but we will start with Malachi Mm -hmm. and you can start at the very beginning of how we met and all that stuff. And then we'll just take it from there. Yeah. Okay. So we met, I think I reached out to you Yeah. and, um, you know, via one of your many channels. And um, I was just like, hey, you know, looking for, I, I'm pregnant. Right. And uh, looking to possibly birth naturally. Mm-hmm. That was the goal. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to meet, you know. Um, I am the kind of person that says, 
hey, if I want to do something, I am like all 100, all in Mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All or nothing kind of gal. Really, there is no middle ground. (laughs) And so I knew it was going to be a challenge and I knew I was going to need help. So uh, we met at Panera and I was, I was not, I was kind of sharing this with you beforehand. I was not confident and I'm a confident person. I mean, I'm a coach Yep. in my arena. I'm confident, yep. but you know, I hadn't had a baby. <laughs> I That's haven't done this before. Not my arena. So I, my biggest concern um, was I wanted to nurse. I wanted to breastfeed. I don't know if you remember this. Mm-mm. You may or may not remember this, but um I was concerned I might not be able to because I had had, you may not know this. I definitely shared it with you at the time. Right, right. um, I had had breast reduction surgery in college. Oh, I was an athlete. Gotcha. And I was, I was very uncomfortable and I'd had this surgery. Yeah. And um, I do remember that. Yeah. And so that was probably my biggest driving piece Mm. was that I'm not sure. And they had told me that when I had the surgery, but I was like, I'm so uncomfortable and I'm Mm -hmm. 10 years from having kids like yeah I need this so um but then of course I'm pregnant and I'm like I kind of do want to nurse it's healthier (laughs) for the baby right 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 um you know anyways so I wasn't even sure if it and they had my surgeon had told me that too like yeah we don't know right uh we hope but we don't know so then I was thinking I'm gonna do every single thing I can Mm. to hopefully have that outcome yeah yeah and in my own research it was like hey all natural childbirth leads to better nursing outcomes and whatnot it's so interesting when you when you start looking into one aspect of a natural route Mm -hmm. and as it involves your pregnancy and your childbirth experience the postpartum a whole bunch of stuff is going to come up in terms of how many different options and things there are that are considered a natural route from start to finish. So a lot of people start off in this one place and then it just opens all these doors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in your research. No. Yeah, totally. And so that's, that's exactly right. And it's all connected too. So, um, you know, there, yes, there's a million ways you can go with it, but I was not confident. I met with you. I kind of shared with you like, hey, this is what I want to do, but I'm not necessarily feeling yeah. confident about this at all. Yeah. I know I'm going to need help. I really want someone in the room that when things go whatever direction they may go. Right. Someone that's like been there, done that. I've seen this. This is normal. Or, hey, this yep. is not normal. Yep. Or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Um. So that was my hope. And, you know, immediately called my husband afterwards like okay like we're I don't care how much like we're Micah's gonna be in the room like this is how it's gonna go and kind of went through your process so um, I think we took a class at your home and uh, a few maybe did some things at home as well Mm -hmm. so there (laughs) there was a lot of things we did so I remember my husband's like what are we doing here so one of them was like the perennial massage mm-hmm. and stretching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so james forgive me but he <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk at home later honey <laughs> so he you know we did it all yeah we really my mindset was very grounded going into mm-hmm. it like not confident but i'm gonna do everything right and I didn't have any kids at the time, so I was working out every day. There was just a lot going into I think a lot of women do this with their first birth. Like, you really prepare. Yep, totally. So, um, you know, it's April, my due date was April 29th. I think it was April. No, my due date was April, was May 1. Okay. But he was born April 29th. So, night of mm-hmm. April 28th, 
I was in, I had insomnia mm-hmm. and so I was up most nights, just uncomfortable mm-hmm. and my water breaks and I'm on my couch and I roll. I remember I really liked that couch. So I rolled off the couch to try to get the water <laughs> to break onto the floor. Right. And, um, I start yelling for James and you had really prepped us well. So we knew not to like go crazy right. and like rush to the hospital. Right, like, right, you, right. Know, you had prepped us. So I was like, okay, I'm going to um, take a bath and I'm going to go back to bed. Yep. We, I think we texted you and let you know, but it was, um, you know, we're not going to freak out. We're going to sit at home. We're yeah. gonna let. So we wake up the next morning. I think you and I were in contact and then it was like, okay, go for a walk. Yeah. So that was really cool. It's a clear memory in my head before my first birth. It was like mm. my husband and I, I, you should tell all your clients to do this. My husband and I going on a walk while I'm, I think, which I later found out I wasn't, but, um, you know, kind of in early, early right. labor, forgive me if I get the terms wrong. You're but good. Yeah. So we're walking and that's just a really special moment that seared into my mind mm. of like, before we we were on the cusp of our lives totally changing. Yep. And we're just walking around the neighborhood. People are going to work. Some of your last moments together I by know. yourself. Totally. <laughs> People are like doing their thing, yeah. going to work, you know, doing the lawn. And we're just walking around like life's about to change. Yeah. Baby's about to come. So, so cool. really cool that you. I love that. Yeah. So then I'm like at home and the things weren't um, progressing, mm-hmm. I guess. I mm-hmm. wasn't really in pain. I mean, I was mildly uncomfortable, but I wasn't really in pain. Things were going Okay. So the hospital knew that my water had broken. Right. And so Carrie Herman, Mm -hmm. um, she was probably in contact with you, not like, you know, just checking in on us. Right. And I hadn't come in. Yeah. And they're thinking like, hey, surely she's, I don't know, probably thinking I would come in by now. But finally they called me. They're like, hey, you have like a clock that you have to have this baby by. Mm -hmm. So you probably need to come in by now. I think Mm -hmm. it was like 12 hours later. It Mm -hmm. was a long time. Yeah. My water broke at like 2 a.m. And so I go in, well, we got Wendy's before we went in. <laughs> Another tip from you, we got food and we had packed snacks and whatnot too, but we got Wendy's on the way in and we get in and they check me and I'm like, I don't know. Not very far along. No. And so I was pretty discouraged to start because mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I my water broke at like two in the morning. I thought mm-hmm. I might even have a baby by now. Yeah. I think it was at like a two. Yeah. So they put me on Pitocin. They had called it premature rupture of membranes Mm -hmm. and um, Pitocin to get things going. You show up. I mean, you are doing lunges (laughs) and all this stuff in the hall. But I remember I was very mentally at this point. I talked earlier about having lack of confidence going in. But at this point, I was confident. You were ready to do the mission. Yeah. I was like, tell me what to do. Yep. I was yep. going to follow you through a brick you were, wall. I remember you being in really good spirits. Now, you may have been disappointed when you first got there. Oh, my gosh, I'm only a two. But I'm sure we had a conversation. And 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 FYI for you listeners, the movies lie. I'm so sorry, y'all. If you're just doing your life and all of a sudden your water breaks out of thin air and you haven't been already contracting, those are some of my longest birth experiences with my clients. It, it It's like... That, like you said, oh, this is premature. Like, ooh, was your body really ready? But your body wasn't doing anything yet. And so in the movies, it shows the woman's water breaking on the sidewalk. And they bet she's about to deliver. Yeah, they, like, go hectic okay, and rush so the <laughs> that only happens if you've pretty much already been in labor you, or you're already having contractions. And then when, then when that water breaks, yes, uber intense, very intense. But not if nothing has been happening. Yes, so, so that was an example of, like, 
it was great to have Micah around in that I had no idea what was really going on. Right. But you were kind of like, okay, pre- care. they all kind of assessed yep. premature rupture of membranes. You're like, great, we're putting on Pitocin just a little bit. Yeah. This is how it's going to go. So disappointed at first to yes. be only at a two, but then it was like, oh, oh, this is normal. It's fine. Yep. Let's go. Whatever. Let's so get to here, work. Here's the, yeah. So here's the game plan, really. And that helped you because of your personality. Give me something to do, dang it. Oh, like, yeah. Don't make me sit around. So we did. We did it yes. all. Yeah. I needed a game plan for sure. Yeah. I needed to be able to look ahead and go, okay, this is the task at hand. So we were doing lunges in the hallway. We were doing, and that, there's music. Yes. There was so much. And we, that really did help things progress. I yeah. remember at one point you had me doing stuff, and then there was like a bar. And then you're like, okay, turn to the bar when a contraction comes and do a squat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we had been doing this for a while. And at one point it really got real. And yep. I think one of the nurses was like, hey, she, she looks different. That's, um, <laughs> that's a more animalistic sound. <laughs> yeah. That's not as controlled as it was before. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, my least favorite part about the whole experience and everybody is different because mm-hmm. I have friends that are like, oh, it's no big deal. But I didn't enjoy getting checked. Oh yeah, no. So, Nobody really enjoys that. You're just that you're just being verbal about the fact that you don't enjoy it. I really Yeah, but for some women it's excruciating. I really I'm like, man, I could live without that for you know. Yep. Robin Cohagen is the owner, manager, head designer of Havencraft Waco. You might recognize her from episode two of my podcast. She was my very first guest, um, and she has furnished more vacation homes than anyone in Waco with her varying design styles. What you may not know is that she takes on personal clients in her spare time. This girl is so busy, but right now... Just for my listeners, she's willing to open up two client spots for a one-room design. This is a $300 design package that includes an in-home design consultation, a design plan with spreadsheets and links, and even her own personal shopping time for you to reimagine or overhaul one room in your house. She is a budget queen, you guys, and pretty much always comes under budget for her clients, whether it's remodeling or redecorating. Robin's got a wait list, but she's offering to put you on the fast track for a one-room design package. So do you have a daughter needing to transition up to an older style, a living room you're absolutely bored of, a dining room that doesn't feel inviting, a master bedroom that's not inspiring? Then call Robin with Havencraft Waco today. Hey, y'all. I want you to look up Bite Me Treat. These are cake pops cake bites, hot cocoa bombs, and other chocolate-dipped treats, making any day that much sweeter. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Looking for an elective ultrasound studio? Look no further. Tiny Hearts 4D imagery and luxury photography has got you covered. Mention my podcast for a 15% discount for any scan. And one of the most popular offers is an unlimited package where Heather Rust allows you to come into the studio anytime you want, starting at six weeks and up to get that scan of your baby. She offers 4D high definition, updated realistic skin tone for those live videos that you want for your baby. You can also check out Tiny Hearts Boutique in Saronias. So 
that what as I was getting checked, I was progressing, but still not mm-hmm. super. It was slow rolling. It was. And I think you had some, um, what would you call them? The girls helping you, but that they were An apprentice. So you had some, okay, one of them, an apprentice was there. Yes. So she's massaging my back. You, I mean, my team was amazing. You need to have a birthing team. <laughs> if you want to go all natural, you need to have a team. Yep. I think. Yep. That's how women did it in yep. the old days. Yep. Because you had me read uh, Ina, Ina, Ina Mae. Uh, I remember when they finally checked me and I hit. I was at a nine or whatever. The the number that's like you can, it's almost go time. Yep. I felt like I had won the freaking lottery. Yes. <laughs> My absolute joy and elation yeah. at being told You're I had gotten to this number <laughs> yeah. that now it's time. It's the magic number. Yep. Yeah. So, cause I think at one point when they checked me and I wasn't there after mm-hmm. quite a bit of what felt like work, Yeah. I was discouraged again. Of course. I think you sent me in to like take a shower at one point. I mean, this was a freaking marathon. Was my a first day. Yep. I took, you sent me to take a shower. My husband, James had had multiple cups of coffee. He was starting to struggle. <laughs> um, you were keeping him yep. awake and alive. Um, they had upped my Pitocin a few times. One time they, one time they upped it so high that my body started shaking and you told them, mm-hmm. I remember this, you were like, that's, that's too much. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need a freaking doula because <laughs> it was like, I just was so glad you were there. And then at one point, what really helped, I'm kind of moving backwards here, but you put me on the toilet, mm-hmm. which birthing women sit on the freaking toilet. Mm-hmm. That's the way. It is the way. You just, it's like everything feels, your body's used to a release. That's right. So I remember standing up and there was like bloody show. Mm -hmm. And this is my first birth, so I don't know what the heck is going on. Right, right. And so I kind of showed you and I was hoping it was something good. Does this mean anything good? Yes. So you were like, I could tell that you mentally were like starting to, like previously, you had been like cool as a cucumber. Mm Mm-hmm. Almost like a parent that's like, we're not, it's not, we're not there yet. It's all right. Let's keep going. Yeah. Like driving and it's like, listen, stop asking. We're not there (laughs) in a good way, in a good way. But I could tell that you were very much like, Hey, I know what's going on and I know you're not there yet. Mm -hmm. And then when that happened, I could tell that you were like, Hey, hey. yeah, things are getting close. So when they told me I was at a nine after this long, I mean it, my first birth, it was a long time. Yep. Yep. And, um, I felt like I won the lottery. That's great. I was so happy. I think I cried. <laughs> I probably <laughs> did. I think I cried because it was. I was in pain. Yeah. Um. The pain was very manageable because I was able. I was able to move around, but I was ready. So then, um. I think Carrie got called at that point, mm-hmm. and you know we're pushing, and um, yeah. We so before we get to the pushing, I don't know what <laughs> you remember, but. I'm pretty sure you were either on your way into transition or were already in transition, but it was already intense. And Malachi wasn't lined up real great. No. He was turned funny. And, you know, if you've been listening to my podcast at all, then y'all already know what I'm about to say. Position is everything. Mm -hmm. That baby needs to be lined up. And if they're not, it's okay. But it just means there's more work. It is a longer birth. It does hurt a little bit more because babies trying to come out in a way they're not really designed to come out. You can give birth that way, but it is tough. And so one of the things that happened to Sam is that Malachi could not really descend and come down. And you need that baby to come down because their head is what helps you finish dilating. 
And if that baby can't descend, you're kind of stuck and just hanging out for a little while. And your body is just working overtime to get it to happen. So we had to put Sam in the Walter's position. Do you remember this? Is that, was that when I was on the bed? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do remember this. So, <laughs> so yeah, cause it was, um, listen, mamas, you can do it. I'm, this is real. Yep. I I think you probably could have heard me screaming from like oh, two yeah. rooms away. Oh, it was torture. I'm sorry. It it was absolutely torture. So again, unmedicated, yep. right? I mean, yep. I, yeah, unmedicated. Yep. So um, I mean, I had some intravenous things at one point. We kind of skipped over this, but there was a point, and this is again why like Micah's the rock star here because <laughs> no, girl, at one are. point you kind of recognized <laughs> <laughs> that I was struggling Mm -hmm. and I needed rest and I wasn't Mm -hmm. at a nine yet. And so they gave me something to help me sleep a little bit. Yeah. Uh, You had recommended it. Some analgesic meds. They go right through your IV. They work Mm -hmm. immediately, which an an epidural is not going to do that. You got to wait. Um, but they work immediately. You're able to rest for about 45 minutes and then it completely leaves your, leaves your system. So that means you get to, once it's out of your system, you can get back up, you can walk Mm -hmm. around. Once you have an epidural, you're, you're in the bed, you're done. Um, but not with the meds. And so sometimes that's a quick fix to push pause, rest, gather our thoughts. You recognized that I was, I was fatigued Mm -hmm. would be the word to say it. And so, um, anyway, so they put me in this position and I remember again, yes, this is why you need a team because like, what am I, I'm, how am I supposed to know any of this? You don't know any of right, it. Right. So, and you're just like outside your mind. Oh, you totally. <laughs> I mean, you could be like, I've described it like this. You could be naked mm-hmm. in a room. Well, you are naked, right. but you could be naked in a room full of your peers. And you wouldn't care. While you're in transition and you would not care. You would not care. You're right. You're so right. So, <laughs> so, um, they were, you know, finagling. I'm on my back, but they were, and it's a, it's a elevated bed. So you're on your back, mm-hmm. but you know, you know, t- gravity is going to help. Yeah. The, but they're tilting me, Carrie and Micah, really. My husband's kind of at my head helping. I think my birth photographer was probably jumping in and helping at some point because she's amazing. And, um, they were moving me around, uh, like trying to get me in this position. Yeah. And it was obviously working because mm-hmm. the twist turns, whatever they had me do. Yeah. When he got, I could literally feel him lining up in there and it was, yeah. Sorry, moms. And it, yep. It was extremely painful. Very. But almost to a point of, I've never broken a bone or anything like that, but I, um, I was like outside yeah. my, yeah. I feel like my body like shut it off. <laughs> so I've been to over 300 births and you and maybe one other person are the only people that have ever suggested this position. That's how terrible it is. You guys, I'm not into torture. I'm just not, but it is the last resort kind of move that you would make in order to get baby to do what we want baby to do position wise. So you can push a baby out and not have a C-section. So I didn't know that. Right. So I never use this position ever because it is so terrible, but I will be the bad guy for a few minutes for a few contractions so that you can have your baby. And so it's a very awkward position. There's no way I'm even really going to be able to explain it. Well, you'll have to look it up if you want to see it, the Walters position. But basically the, the hardest part about it is that you're we propped your booty up so high with yes. pillows and stuff like that. And, and your legs are extended down off the bed, essentially. So 
we kind of folded you in half backwards kind of y'all it's awful and we did maybe three contractions but you would have thought it was like we've been doing it for hours the good thing is though and again why you i could i can't stress enough like if you don't have a team and you're just trying to go this alone or Mm. maybe with yeah people that haven't done natural childbirth right you were even in my extreme pain like imagine being in pain and um, you're obviously very short tempered and very, you know, you have a very like no tolerance at yeah, this point. Right. So you're f- done. Few people can talk into what's going on mm-hmm. cause you're not, you don't want to hear it. Uh-uh. And, um, you have no patience, zero. It's yep. gone. You're yep. in complete transition. You have no patience. You're just like, get the baby out. So you were able to at least talk me through what's going on, even yep. in my pain. Even through my screaming, probably curse words. I'm sure things were getting crazy. <laughs> That's all right, girl. And you're right. And so you're still able to kind of, hey, this is what's going on, Sam. Very firmly. This is why this needs to happen. He's moving. It's yep. working. Yep. Fight through it. Two more. Whatever yep. it was. Yep. yep. And um, that for me was very helpful. Yeah. I still need like a goal, like, Hey, mm-hmm, two more, mm-hmm, three more, mm-hmm. whatever, until he gets so that I can say mentally, this is painful, but it's going to yeah. stop. And it worked. He yeah. moved, got where he needed to be, uh-huh. got to a 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally right after we did those yeah, three it worked, contractions. It worked very well. Worked very well. And now here he comes. Yeah. And so then I pushed, I don't know. I, I have found like in all three of my children, my, um, mental understanding of how long I pushed and the reality of how long I pushed are always different. Mm -hmm. Like I think I pushed, you know, X amount of minutes with actually with Malachi, I thought I pushed shorter and Mm. you guys later told me like, no, (laughs) you pushed for, I don't know how long it was May I think like an hour or something like that. Which is very typical for a first time mom. It takes a little bit of time when you first start pushing to find that sweet spot. Yeah. And I talk about that in my book. Um, because once you find the sweet spot and you're actually pushing in the right place, it does not take very long. But for first time moms, it does take a little bit of time. And think about it. Sam just went through quite a bit oh, I of so labor tired. and trauma. She's so exhausted. So really, for probably 15 or 20 minutes, you might be going, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> and that's about it. Because that's all the energy you have. Yeah. And so you got to wrap your head around this new part, this new portion of birth that's very different. It, it, you're exactly right. And if you just don't know until Mm-mm. you do it, right? Mm-hmm. Experiences what you get after you need it. So I, um, yeah, I kind of thought I had pushed for a short time. Really, it had been this long time. But I remember being very fatigued and tired. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, yeah, you really are. You need a team even in that portion to yeah. just talk you through it and, mm-hmm. and um, give you the mental strength and kind of, also, it was helpful for me to have a team kind of telling me the progress of him because I was getting, I was nearing my, oh yeah, and so to hear like, okay, we can see his head. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, you know, that helped me. Yes. I oh, do, that push was the best push you've done. Do that again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so helpful. Cause if you can't see what's going on and I've had three, um, and all of them are very different, but, um, I've had one completely all natural, one with an epidural at the like 11th hour and one with an epidural um, kind of halfway through laboring. And um, anyways, with all natural, the point is I actually, that was my favorite 
I would prefer all natural yeah. after all the other, I've done it all. And because you can feel the pushing section, the yes. portion with an epidural, you can't feel anything. So no. when you're pushing, you're like, you don't Is even know. Working? Yeah. You have no idea. You yeah, can't yeah. feel anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, I liked being able to feel, yeah. even though it was painful, it's still at that point, your body is kind of like adrenalized, whatnot. So yeah. the pain subsides. Mm-hmm. Um, do people talk about the ring of fire? I did not feel that. I know. I would never describe it that way either. I didn't feel that. I think that you guys did a good job of like putting pressure there yeah. and, and helping. Um, I, I had someone film a portion. I don't think yes. you're allowed to do that, but I did. <laughs> and so I was able to see later, mm-hmm. like that they were really helping yes. get his head out. Yep. And They're kind of massaging and gently stretching that per- perineum. That my husband warmed up for that your husband had already been doing, (laughs) which is awesome. It's super helpful, guys. It's so helpful to help your wives prenatally to help stretch that perineum. You know, you're not stretching them to a 10. It's the cervix that gets to a 10, not the perineum that gets to a 10. But you're you're helping to loosen up those ligaments and muscles and everything Mm -hmm. so that when you do get that pressure from that head Mm -hmm. pushing and stretching and all that pressure you know how to relax through it yeah. now. That's really the point of the perineal massage. So it is extremely helpful, guys, but not super sexy. Uh, I'm sorry. But to I'm glad I did it. Oh, totally. Yeah, because I didn't, it was, that part wasn't so, so crazy. Obviously had, um, you know, anyways, and like a hot compress, I think, yeah. too. So yeah. then, yeah, he came into this world yes. and... There's a photo that you've used. Maybe you still use it. Uh, that you're, I was just about to say, it is one of my favorite photos of all my clients and it is actually on our website the very first picture you see on our website yeah. is you with James and Malachi. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful you guys. It is the epitome of what you feel. Yeah. The Rachel, look on your face. Rachel White took that photo and um she's the best and so she took that photo and just kind of caught a beautiful moment mm-hmm. where I was he had hand they had handed the baby to me. Mm-hmm. I think we hadn't even cut the cord yet. Maybe I'm not sure. It was like right after. And yeah, it's one of my favorite. It is picks. so beautiful. It, it, there's elation, relief, yes. exhaustion, all the emotions. joy, everything summed up in her face. It's just so beautiful. You guys go check it out. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Doula Micah. We can also get connected at MyDoulaMicah.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week. So please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Network 